National Geographic presents. What I'm asking you to do is dangerous. You need to take your time to think it through. No, I don't. What do I do? We can't save everyone. But if I don't try, I don't think I'll be able to live with myself. What are we supposed to do? Some stood by. Anything. You have to. She stood up. There has to be a line. Belle Pauli is meet geese. There has to be me for this to work. A Small Light limited series premieres tonight at 9. Stream on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Welcome to To the Foothills, a Colorado lifestyle and real estate podcast featuring mountain home real estate broker Robert Martin, who has over 25 years of experience assisting clients reach their goals and move forward. Tune in each week for a dynamic conversation with experts, Colorado adventurers, and residents that explores the ins, outs, and specific nuances of buying the perfect mountain home or selling your dream home in Evergreen, Conifer, Bailey, and surrounding areas to catch a glimpse into the Colorado lifestyle that's a part of you. Well, a wonderful pleasure today to be visiting with Wes Paxton. Wes is the high school principal at Conifer High School. Wes, good to see you. Good to see you also. Well, tell me about yourself and your background, Wes. Well, I uh, went to the University of Colorado Boulder, and uh, during my time there, I actually got my degree in economics. Uh, I was going to go into financial advising, and I was working for my parents uh, during the summertime uh, and also doing their taxes for their business they were running. But I really didn't have a passion for that, and so I decided to uh, go into uh, education. Uh, I worked for the university for a short time as a coordinator for conferences and events. And uh, during that time, I worked with some youth conferences and really started to get inspired, especially when I worked with teacher organizations too, to that experience to pursue my uh, credentials and get my licensure for being a, a teacher. So I uh, went into teaching, uh, never looked back, uh, love what I do. Uh, started out in Denver Public Schools. I was a middle school teacher. And then my principal pulled me aside and says, hey, I, I think you would be an excellent administrator. I think you should pursue getting your credentials and being an administrator. So did that at the time, uh, it was either going full-time back to university or, uh, or what I chose to do with the university of Phoenix at the time that was available to do at night. So I, uh, went to university of Phoenix, uh, got my master's and my administrative credentials, uh, went on to be an assistant principal at Richfield middle school, which is in West Denver as assistant principal there. And uh, the school no longer exists, but it was a very uh, impacted school by the population of students that were attending there. And this is back in the, oh my gosh, the late 90s. So a lot of uh, behaviors that were we were dealing with at the time, uh, students were bringing to the school that we had to deal with. Uh, then uh, just went on to get to high school experience um, and went on to uh, East High School in Denver uh, as assistant principal slash I was a principal there sometimes because we went to three principals during my three years there. So I was the acting principal as they were searching for the next principal because the principal would leave at mid-year. And so I would have to finish the second semester filling their, their role as the principal. And then uh, uh, someone pulled me aside and said, you know, if you really want to become an, a, a really outstanding principal, you should try being a turnaround principal. So I think, thought that out, uh, went up to Commerce City and uh, worked at... Uh, First at Adams City Middle School, then the superintendent put me at Adams City High School. I was there for, uh, gosh, eight years or so. 
a great experience. Uh, love the community, love working with the kids. Uh, really contentious board there, and uh, they have a lot of impacted students uh, there for a variety of reasons. And uh, we did a great job pulling the school out of turnaround status uh, with the help of the state and some work we were doing with the teachers. Um, left there, went up to Greeley, uh, was a principal at Northridge High School, another school that was going to turnaround status, and um, helped them get themselves out of that situation. And then some folks here in Jefferson County recruited me to come to Jeffco and uh, interviewed. I was supposed to interview at two high schools, Conifer and Evergreen, rival high schools up here in the foothills. My first interview was at, uh, Con- uh, for Conifer High School. I'm, I was interviewed at West School, uh, and uh, the committee chose me. Uh, so I was notified that evening. And I said, but I have an interview tomorrow at Evergreen. They said, don't worry about it. You're going to Conifer you're the best person for that school. So I said, okay, great. So I haven't looked back and uh, it's been a great experience being here in the foothills and working in the Mount community. Well, we're very, very glad you're here, Wes. All sure. of our children graduated from Conifer High School. And certainly when you took over, we saw kind of a difference in uh, just the camaraderie in between all the departments and the ages and the kids. It, so it was a wonderful experience for all of them. Prepared them very well academically uh, as they've been successful. Thankfully, they didn't follow after me in my footsteps academically, but uh, they've been successful moving forward after Conifer High School. So, Wes, how long um, have you lived in the area in uh, Conifer and Evergreen? That's a great question. So, uh, one of the interview questions that they asked during that process of uh, being hired at Conifer High School uh, was asked, would I be willing to live in the Foothills community? And I was like, of course, I would love to live here <laughs> in the community. I mean, what a beautiful location uh, with the views and the outdoors and the the opportunities to get out and hike and bike and ski and uh, all the wildlife that's walking through our backyards all the time. Uh, so I said, sure. Uh, well, then I got hired. And uh, immediately after that, I reached out to a real estate agent who uh, Helped me find my house here in Evergreen. Uh, I live in Connor Green, actually, is what they call it, because uh, <laughs> I live in South Evergreen. So the students who live in my neighborhood go to Conifer, uh, but I have an Evergreen uh, zip code. And uh, it's and so I've lived here. Let's see. This is my ninth year. Is it my ninth year now at uh, Conifer High School? So I've lived here for all nine years That's that awesome. I've been at Conifer. You know, it is a great place to live, Wes. I know that uh, most people that live up here share the the appreciation for the serenity and the views and the wildlife. Um, so I find that to be, you know, pretty common with most everyone that, that, you know, decides to move up. What's it like being a principal to high school students, especially now? Well, um, I can only speak for my experience at Conifer High School when we talk about now. And I think the unique thing about Conifer it is a small town. Um, so uh, it's been a pleasure to be the principal of a school that is uh, an outstanding uh, school, tops rated school in the, in, in the state uh, and in Jefferson County, the public school district we work in, or I work in. And um, so, I mean, it's just a great, I love being involved in our community. I'm a, a Rotarian. Uh, so I'm currently the president of the foundation of the Conifer Rotary Club. And so my uh, responsibilities are to raise money uh, for the foundation and also then distribute it to uh, nonprofits in the community and also give it out to scholarships for students who uh, graduate from Conifer High School and Platte Canyon High School. 
um, and making sure we support those students in their endeavors. So there's a lot of things that I like to do support um, our community and uh, the different aspects of it and also our students both at the high school and as they move on to post-secondary options too. Uh, so What's, um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Wes. sorry. No, I just, I hope I answered your question. And sometimes I kind of yeah. tend to take a tangent. So I want to make sure I <laughs> actually answer the question you're being asked. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I got it. You know, I get a sense it's a, you know, it, it, it offers great academic choices um, within the Jefferson County system, which is one of the biggest, largest school districts in, in Denver, or if not the largest, mm-hmm. but it also has a small, small feel. You, know, you get to know the uh, educators and uh, of course everybody knows you. So that's what I guess is special about it. Um, what is the curriculum like? How would you descri- describe that? Well, I'm going to just kind of reiterate uh, what a point you made is that um, we are in a very large district, one of the largest in the state of Colorado. Um, it encompasses a very large uh, area of, of the state and large population of folks who, who live in the county. And Conifer is one of the smallest high schools in the district. Uh, so when you look at what we offer, which is what your question is, is, you know, what program we do offer, we offer the same programming at Conifer High School that a larger high school down the hill would offer. So if you look at a school of a population twice the size of ours, uh, like your Ralston Valley, your Chatfield, your Lakewood High School, um, those schools, the programs we offer are exactly the same as theirs, but we're very much smaller than they are. Um, and we offer a lot of college readiness courses through our advanced placement coursework. Uh, we have 23 courses we offer in advanced placement. Uh, we also offer a lot of career technical education programming, which uh, could be your marketing program like DECA, your HOSA, which is a health occupation program. Uh, we have the STEM programming that offers robotics and um, drafting, online drafting programs that our students actually get certified while they're in high school to pursue a career or use that going into college. Um, we also have a great journalism program at Conifer High School, which is also part of that uh, career technical education program. And then our growing um, performing arts program, which is also a field in career technical education. So we provide a lot of opportunities for our students to really uh, get involved in those different aspects as they move to post-secondary. In addition, we have a number of students. I think we're one of the highest percentage of students uh, per capita uh, at Conifer High School that go to Warren Tech. So Warren Tech has three campuses down the hill, Warren Tech South, Warren Tech Central, and Warren Tech North. And they all have different focus on their, in their programs. The one in the South is more on the media, aerospace industry. Uh, the Central Campus is more on construction, mechanics, uh, cosmetology, programs like that. And the one in the North is more on uh, health, uh, law enforcement, and programs of that caliber on the North Campus. So our students also participate in those programs as well as the program we have at Conifer High School. That's a good point. Um, the size of the school really doesn't inhibit the offerings. I mean, all the extracurricular activities are quite expansive and academically, it's one of the finest in the state, at least it rates very, very well. So kudos to you and your staff. I appreciate you saying that, yeah. Um, I could highlight some of the things, I, was, I mentioned this last night to our parents who were for our curriculum showcase. And one of the things that's really impressive is that uh, of the different websites out there and organizations that rank school, we're one of the top four or five schools in the county or in the state of Colorado as far as our work, our students' success. Also, we are one of the top college readiness schools in the state of Colorado. Uh, we have a 98% graduation rate at Conifer High School. So if you have a student enters as a freshman, 98% of the students 
in that freshman class will graduate as seniors four years later, which is the top 1% of schools in the state of Colorado. So some pretty impressive uh, work that my staff does um, and my other counselors, my administrative team, we work very collaboratively to make sure that we support the success of all students. Um, And so when you say 90%, that means all students whether they're the top tier kids that are going into highly selective colleges or those students who are saying, you know, I really don't know what I want to do with myself. I struggled all the time while I was in elementary, middle school, and now I'm in high school. What am I going to do? We make sure all those students are supported and help along their way as they go to graduate from Conifer High School. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Very impressive. One thing, too, that my kids always talked about is that Mr. Paxton knows everybody's name, which, you know, which I think is uh, pretty cool. It creates a lot of camaraderie. And yeah. stuff. So what, um, Wes, what do you like to do in your spare time? What types of things oh, do you like to engage in the mountain community? Sure. sure. Well, um, I'm an avid uh, skier, so I'm looking forward to hopefully this weekend. Uh, doing some, yeah. Skiing on the slopes. We're supposed to have some, some fresh powder coming up on this weekend and the, over the course of the weekend. Uh, I also like to uh, hike. I uh, love uh, climbing some of the, the foothills here and then occasionally do some 14ers uh, mm-hmm. during the summertime. Um, and uh, love to uh, visit different locations around the state of Colorado. We have some amazing places to travel to, camp at, um, and do that. So, yeah, maybe catch a sporting event here and there and uh, mm-hmm. see what's, what, how we're doing as far as our, our, our professional teams here in Colorado. Yeah, that's nice, too. I mean, we do have our, uh, you know, the community and the, the lifestyle living um, amongst the animals and the beautiful views, but we're, you know, 30 minutes to the metropolitan area. So what was it like, Wes, or can you talk a little bit about uh, purchasing your mountain home? How did that, that all went well for you? And, and uh, uh, was there anything specifically that maybe could be a, a pointer to somebody who's considering doing that? Well, I'd have to say um, nine years ago was a different market than we have today. Yeah. Um, so when I when I purchased my home, it was the the tail end of the the recession, and I I felt really bad for my real estate agent who was helping me at the time because uh, we wouldn't looked at numerous homes. I mean, I I think we I think we spent two or three Sundays back to back over the course of uh, May, and I remember coming up here, it was a beautiful day down the hill, and it was snowing up here on the day I came up to look at homes, and I was like, what's going on? She goes, welcome to the foothills. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we looked at homes uh, that had been vacant at the time, so they had there were concerns about the well. Uh, mm-hmm. was, was the well primed so it could actually provide water to the home? Some of the homes had been well-weathered, and so the condition of the, the, pro- the house itself, as far as the roofing and the sides, the exterior walls of the home and making sure that uh, it wasn't becoming too much of an issue. Uh, so we looked at a variety of homes, even some cabins that I was like, people actually live here. <laughs> and, so, and, I, and she goes, yes, yes, they did. And I said, okay. <laughs> and, and again, they, they were beautiful properties, but I just didn't have the interest in taking on uh, a cabin to, to remodel into a home. So I did buy a home. Uh, it's in the evergreen meadows, uh, which is a great neighborhood here. And, um, the people previous to me uh, purchasing the home uh, did a lot of work on the exterior home. So I've got uh, concrete siding on my house. I've got uh, great wells. I was redone uh, previous to me purchasing it. I have a water treatment system in my home, which is, as you find as you move up here, you have to look at your water conditions. And so do you have uranium or radon in your water? And how much particulates are you pulling out of the 
the, the where the well is dug into the water access. And so um, I have a, a pretty uh, extensive filtration system in my basement that takes care of all that. And also too, as your housing mitigation, you know, are you, are, are the trees mitigated? Because what was the first thing that I had learned when I was purchasing my home was, could I get insurance for my home? And sure. so uh, I was fortunate that the folks before me had done a lot of mitigation and um, I did some mitigation since it seems to be a, instead of mowing lawns in the summertime, I'm cutting down trees. <laughs> uh, so that seems sure. trade off living here in the foothills yeah. compared to living down uh, in the flatlands, I would guess you would say down the hill um, is we do a lot of mitigation up here. So making sure that you have insurance to cover your property. So making sure that trees are cut away from the home um, and you have all the things you need to do to take care of that. Yeah. All those things are very important. Uh, the fire mitigation, the, um, you know, your access to emergency services, um, your well, your septic, um, what exposure you have, uh, you talked about radon and, and uh, different things. So filtration of your water. So all of those things are a little bit different, the dynamic and possibly buying a home in the city and a lot in block subdivision. So those are things you definitely want to be aware of. And it's good to, you know, have do all that due diligence during, during the process. So that's good information. Thanks, Wes. Yeah, and also, favorite? The other thing, too, is that propane. So I'm, I'm oh, two yeah. houses up from where the, the natural gas cuts off. And so yeah. that, was, that was a little surprise. I had to deal with propane, but it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's generally, you know, they put you on a route and they fill you up and you really don't know. And sometimes the prices are a little bit better than natural gas. So mm-hmm. um, what's your favorite thing about living up here, Wes? Oh, my gosh. Well, you need to conifer. It's, it is a small town. Um, and so I love the fact part of it, too, is my job. And so wherever I go, I know someone. Um, so if I go to a local restaurant store, I just feel that people should uh, take exceptional care of each other up here. Um, we may have divergent beliefs and ideas, but they take care of each other, which I think is awesome, uh, which is unique to this community. I would say, so the people up here are great. Um, people are very highly educated folks live up here. So you can have really robust conversations about all sorts of topics, uh, which I love to be challenged in my thinking and, and what's, you know, what's going on in current events and around the world and people, I mean, from doctors to lawyers, to real estate agents, to, you know, educators, to professors, I mean, and all sorts of people, and they just have such just excellent background and they just kind of share their perspective on what's going on in the world and our community, which it just helps me. I mean, I was talking to one of my former parents who was doing this research project on water in the conifer area and the flow of water and the quality of the water. And I was like, that is so interesting that after he retired, that's, that's his project. He's going around and checking wells and checking waterways. And it's just really interesting. Um, the other part, I would say the location. I mean, I have amazing views from my home and I just can't pass up on that. It's just, I love look out of the vista of the valley below. I'm, I can see Marshdale Elementary, which is under construction right now. I'm watching it rise up uh, from the, the old playground to a beautiful facility they're building right now there. Um, I would say that uh, the other things that are great about here is it's very quick access. I, I could be down the hill, uh, whether it's that your Costco run or to a great restaurant somewhere in, in Denver or Lakewood Littleton area. It doesn't take that long to get there because 285 is a very quick access uh, to those locations. And uh, I just feel it's quick access to the mountains. So again, if I want to go skiing, uh, whether I go take 285 to Breckenridge or if I want to take I-70 to the other ski resorts, it doesn't take that long. Uh, and you also avoid all that traffic trying to come up the hill. And uh, we have a little 
quick route through Evergreen that you can quickly cut off from that traffic on I-70 and avoid all the, uh, the people who are stuck in traffic. We can bypass all that. So that's nice. Yeah. Good points, Wes. And you're right. It's, uh, you know, if you wanted to, depending upon how the weather is and the traffic, you can always go south on 285 and, and cut across that way through Breckenridge or, or uh, cut through Evergreen or whatever, whatever, uh, whichever way you want to go, depending upon the situation. Right. So what advice, you really picked out some really, really important information about buying a mountain home and give us some great information about Conifer High School, but anything else that maybe just a piece of advice for somebody who's looking to move up here? I think you covered things pretty well, but maybe anything else to add? Well, for Conifer, we're kind of unique, and I'm sure some of the communities south of us probably have the same impact that we have in that we don't have water. And so uh, making sure that you have access to water when you build your home or if you buy a home up here, uh, that's extremely important because uh, that also limits how much property you can live on. So in South Jeffco, which is where we're located, um, you're typically limited, limited to like around a two-acre lot. Sometimes you could be a one-acre if they have access to water nearby. And some folks actually have to live on 20 or 40 acre lots because the fact there's no water uh, nearby. So they can only build one home on that amount of land because of the access to water. So that's really important, I think, aspect uh, of living up here. Yeah, that's, that is really important. And, and in the due diligence process, as you stated earlier, when you're purchasing your home, it's real important to do a well test and determine how your well is producing. Like you said, Wes, you had an upgraded well, maybe new pump or that sort of thing. That's important too, because you've got to have water. It's important. Um, (laughs) So where can people go to learn more about uh, Conifer High School? Uh, You can go to the Conifer High School website. Uh, We have information there about our programming, um, how to access um, our teachers and our counselors. Uh, We do provide um, tours uh, during the school year for people interested in choosing into Conifer High School who may not live in our community. Um, or if uh, somebody interrupts you, Wes, what is choicing and what is that exactly? How does that work? Right. So uh, our, we have an articulation area, which is how we say this is the students that come to Conifer High School based on our geographical location. Um, so our location for Conifer High School starts at, and I'm going to say these terms, uh, Robert, you could probably clarify what I mean, but the S curves that go into Evergreen, that's our yep. northern boundary. And we go all the way down to Deckers, uh, d- which is in Douglas County. Uh, we go all the way to the county line, which is Pine Junction. And then we all go down to the foothills and we kind of bounce along between foothills and along the Platte River, depending on your location. Um, and so we are one of the largest articulation areas uh, in the county for high schools, but we're the one of the least uh, populated areas too at the same time. So I have about ranging anywhere from between 830 to 825 students attend my school. So it's very unique in that. Now, parents do choice in. Uh, we get a number of students who come from Park County. So that's a Platte Canyon High School school district because uh, they're very close to our uh, county line. And so they chose into our school because of our programming and we, we have the offer. They're a much smaller school than we are. Uh, and we also get a number of students from Evergreen, uh, who choose to come to Conifer High School because of our academics, our culture at the school, because we support all students their success and we get to know our students, making sure that they're supported. Um, and so parents choose to do that. So, and then we have students who choose to come up the hill. Some parents drive some their kids up the hill um, and then until their kid drives himself. 
um, and they chose to come up the hill because they wanted their child to go to a smaller school than uh, Chaffield or Bear Creek or Columbine because they are much larger schools than we are, and they want to have that kind of small town high school experience for their child. Uh, so the choice enrollment process starts typically in December and runs through January. This year, it started a little late because there's some technical issues. So we're starting in January, running into February. Um, and parents' choice to come to Conifer High School. Uh, we're going through that process right now. And so we had, just last evening, we had a showcase of all our programming at Conifer High School for interested parents. And also those parents coming from, whose child's coming from West Jeff Middle School, who articulate to uh, Conifer High School. Uh, so we had just kind of a showcase for them about what we had to offer as far as clubs, activities, electives, and sports. And then uh, we did a presentation on our, our school, and the counselors talked about the registration process for courses that we offer at Conifer High School. And so that choice process happens all year round, ideally, but the process to guarantee you a slot at Conifer High School runs from basically from now through the end of January, maybe into the first week or two of February. Wow, that's awesome. I know that uh, that's a good choice too. If it's, you know whatever circumstances you you have, uh, to know that you can do that. Right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Wes? Well, I would say that Conifer is a great community to live and uh, and raise your children uh, because we have great schools up here. Whether you're choosing to have your child enroll in elementary school up here or the middle school or my school, the high school, uh, you're, they're going to get a great education up here in the Conifer community. We also have a great place. It's a safe place for kids to grow up here, too, because of our location. Um, I find that kids have a tendency to build wrong, strong relationships with their peers because of our location. Um, and there's lots and lots of things for kids to get involved in, whether it's in the local churches up here. We have some great church organizations for kids to get involved in. We have performing arts uh, programs up here. We have a lot of clubs, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Um, we have clubs within our high school that do community service projects around the community, sports programs, whether uh, it's through the middle school or the high school or through club activities. A lot of our students get involved in the rec district programs in the Evergreen or in the club activities here in Conifer. Um, and so it's just a great place to live, raise your children. There's so many activities, biking, uh, hiking, Climbing, if you want to do rock climbing, there's mm -hmm. those, those things. We have a beautiful Staunton State Park here for kids to, to enjoy. And that's so unique that our kids have a place that they can just simply go over and do mountain biking or go some hiking. It's just so great to have that available to our kids. And I mean, I think it's, a, it's just a unique uh, place. But sometimes we refer to it as the bubble because it's so unique and our kids get such a great experience living up here that why would they want to go anywhere else? <laughs> And so yeah. um, maybe our kids leave to, to see what's outside the bubble and they go, gosh, it really was a nice place to live. And they kind of return back here later in life or soon after graduate to figure out how they can establish their family or themselves up here in the foothills too. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a good experience and a wonderful way to describe it. And my wife and I and our, all of our, our kids uh, totally agree that it's a wonderful, wonderful place to live. Well, it was an honor to visit today, Wes, and sure. I'm very grateful that you took the time and your busy schedule uh, to spend some time. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share the, uh, the community, um, the great aspects of our community, and also kind of for high school. It's it's a great pleasure to be there. The principal, I'm always so proud, and, and I love to brag about my staff, my students, and my school, and what we do. So thank you so much for letting me do that. My pleasure, Wes. Have a great day. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.